Today is Wednesday, June 25th, 2008, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, who is joining us from uh, from Medjugorje, from the village of Medjugorje, where today Our Lady gave a message for the world through Maria. Today it marks 27 years of Our Lady's daily appearances in Medjugorje. So as we begin this broadcast tonight, and a friend of Medjugorje leads us in prayer, we ask you that you open your hearts to the Queen of Peace, who has come for us during this time, and that we offer in our hearts a special thanksgiving to her for uh, appearing all of these years. And so we give you our host, a friend of Medjugorje. Well, it's a great joy to be broadcasting from Medjugorje itself and to be able to say a prayer here in this little village tonight with everyone out there. And uh, we hope that we can pass the graces of what our glad gives us to you. And in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. May we come to this little village that's changing the world. We ask of you everything of our strength that you might change us. That we'd be open to your change. That we change our mentalities. And that you use us to be carriers of peace throughout the whole world. We know we're in dire times. We are grateful that you're coming to us. We're blessed beyond measure and that you have made yourself available as mother to nurse the world back to health. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, today's been, of course, a, a joyful day because of the anniversary, and uh, I've been coming here since 1986, every anniversary except one is the only one I've missed, sometimes through the course of that. And uh, right now it's kind of hot in Medjugorje, and of course it's evening, and late at night, but um, he didn't stop anybody from going to you know, Holy Mass and to the apparition, which is placed in the Adoration Chapel tonight. We always gather next to the Adoration Chapel on the other wall, outside of the wall where Marie has her apparition for the anniversary. And of course, Our Lady says, or Maria says that the walls disappear when she has her apparition, and that's what happened tonight. So we're take the second place seating at for the anniversary, uh, but it's still, we're right there in the presence of Our Lady. But likewise, anywhere you're in the world, especially if you prepare for this and be on your knees during this time, it's a special honor and grace to be able to do that. So, Joan, if you'll go ahead and read the message that I gave just a short while ago, we can discuss that and relish the joy of being able to have words straight fresh from heaven. 
Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's June 25, 2008, Message to the World. Dear children, also today, with great joy in my heart, I call you to follow me and to listen to my messages. Be joyful carriers of peace and love in this peaceless world. I am with you, and I bless you all with my Son, Jesus, the King of Peace. Thank you for having responded to my call. Of course, this message is a joy to be in the village to receive this message, but and also to pass it out. And we get very active on passing out our purple gold embossed cards, which many of you have been Medjugorje have seen what we do. And especially on the anniversary, we go to the streets, and, and some people will never even hear the message because they come and travel from a distance just for Mass, especially the Croatians. And a lot of them are startled when we give them the message. But the uh, card is designed to be a keepsake, and so when they see it, they immediately touch it and rub it on the chest and heart, next to the heart. And, and so it's beautiful to be able to do this and just put out thousands of these cards very quickly in many, many languages as the throngs of the people will leave Holy Mass. And that's what we did tonight. And it's another way of spreading the message and placing the hearts and that people can act on it. But we're particularly grateful for this message tonight because the lady said, with my son Jesus and the King of Peace, or rather the King of Peace, which a lady's only said that once before, only on Christmas. She's never said that outside of the terms of Christmas. And we feel our lady's given us something special because that title, King of Peace, has come up to us in the last few days and on several occasions, one being back there at Caritas today, which y'all might want to explain the story about that. Well, we have uh, been... Uh, heavy into preparations for July 1st through 5th and doing uh, some extra special things to to make the event more holy and uh, to reach the hearts of everyone coming. Uh, and we had, um, you actually uh, had uh, spoken with a, a young woman to write some special songs for this event. And uh, Reyes, with you, have been working on these songs, getting them uh, 100% ready, and none of the community had had an opportunity yet to listen to them. And so we had just gotten them prepared, and we uh, thought that would be a, a nice gift to give the community on this special anniversary of Our Lady. So we um, arranged to have them played in the field today during our rosary. There are five different songs, so we played each song at the beginning at the top of every decade. And because of uh, the different lengths of the song, we didn't time it quite right. We ended up only getting through four decades at apparition time. So right uh, at apparition time, we had finished the fourth decade. We went into silent prayer to give our thanksgiving to God for Our Lady's appearances all these years. And then following that time, we immediately went to the fifth decade and played the last song. Well, the last song had... Um, Really, it's a, it's a song about giving our nation back to God and making him our king, the king of our nation once again. And so um, the words in the song um, speak about that, saying, Lord of our nation, we crown you king. Rule over us, over everything. And um, so this was our last song that we heard right after the apparition. And then several hours later, when we actually hear what Our Lady said, at the exact time we were in the field listening to those words, she said, 
I am with you and I bless you all with my son Jesus, the King of Peace. One thing interesting about that song specifically is because those words were not written in the song. That uh, when when this girl was here in our studio here and we were recording that, um, there was a question as far as what to name the song and she gave us the lyrics. And we said, name it this, we na name it Lord of Our Nation, even if you don't say that. Uh, but say that, and because we want to crown him king. And she said, okay, I'll do my best. And the very first take she did was the only take she did on this song. And, uh, and it's, so the lyrics are the very, it was, everything came out in the very first take. So those lyrics, those words, Lord of our nation, we crown you king, uh, was spontaneous and happened on the very first try. So that was just a little something that uh, took place here. Uh, of course, we cover everything with prayer here, so one just one thing about that song specifically. And then, of course, well, I had a note to that. She's Protestant, and she uh, is familiar with our mission. Actually, we've had her sing at several, a couple of the weddings of people in the community members who got married, uh, and and uh, so she's familiar with the lady up there. But she's very strong, also uh, Protestant, but, but in respect to what we do, but her voice is excellent. So we brought her in to. to work with us on these songs. And then you premiered in the field today, and her being from that slant and, and us adding this to it, just she, she actually said that she felt the presence in the, some kind of presence in the studio itself, which we've seen projects that we've worked on with Our Lady where we see her really come involved with it, where her presence is made known. Just like a stained glass window in one of our chapels, of one girl who drew that, uh, actually called a friend the night she drew it and said, the strangest thing happened to me today. I felt like I, f I painted the Virgin Mary's face. I felt like it painted itself. I've never felt that way painting something. So we always pray for our projects. We pray that Our Lady be present with it, and she guides those hands involved with it, and we see that. And this King of Peace theme, theme which is a consecration, is running through everything we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. and, um, I know that uh, we coming up on uh, getting our program booklet completed and having to have everything uh, that's going in that booklet uh, finished, we were pressing a friend of Medjugorje to uh, write the consecration prayers for our nation, for our families. And um, he was in the in the midst of, of uh, getting to Medjugorje and, and, um, and, and all of the uh, busyness that comes with that. And um, he kept saying, well, keep reminding me, keep reminding me. So we would write him or phone him every day, keep reminding him to write these, these um, consecrations. So he finally faxed us the uh, consecration to the nation. And I um, uh, was reading it, and it's very simple. It was a very simple prayer, but it affected me very strongly, very profoundly. And uh, one of the things that he had written in there was... Um, that with your hands, Mary, we ask you to crown your son king of our nation. And so as, as, uh, as you just said, this, this theme of Jesus being crowned is, is coming up, not being forced, not being contrived, but in the midst of everything else that we're doing, trying to prepare for every, everyone to come next week, this little uh, thought keeps running through. And um, so that's very exciting, and it was very touching today to have Our Lady that close to us, that she's, she's uh, 
almost, well, she is. With We can't see her, but every other indication is that she's just so present to us right now. Well, it's exciting to pray for, you know, the, I was blocked from writing this consecration from so many obstacles, and then to write, Lord of our nation, we crown you king with our hands through this consecration to rule over us and over everything. And then the premiere of the song, at the moment, our lady's given this message, and song says basically something very similar about that, and then the message says, I bless you, I'm with you, with my son, the King of Peace. Uh, we, makes me get excited about July 1st of the 5th, mm-hmm. we prayed for 16 years, we've done seven novenas a year, that's over 112, 112 novenas, and doing this many novenas, that's a cause, when there's a cause, there's an effect from that cause. It's totally impossible to have that much prayer and nothing results from it. Even if we're quasi-lax in some of those, or some people were, but we've got uh, many med faxes. Y'all sent me some, or people sending in today uh, uh, about the novena and they're praying it. And We've got orders that we've sent out by the thousands for the novena booklet. So we people all across our land, even if the country's praying the novenas, and then, of course, it started today, and if you're listening to this, our streaming tomorrow, listening to it, join in on these novenas. They're critically important. And if we ever had a year that was a critical, pivotal point, this is it. If we ever, ever had a July 4th that was critical, this is it. And so the the, the nation is not bow down to Jesus. They, they don't come to Jesus. And Our Lady is bringing us so that every knee shall buck in. And in doing so, we'll heal our nation. We'll make our Lord our Lord of our nation. So we ask in a special way for that to happen. And and that every knee will bend. So how often do we have to be reminded by Our Lady of this? If this is the case, then where do we go from here? You know, except to make him king. And that's what we'll be doing July 1st to the 5th. Uh, Joan, you got some of those um, message facts you were going to read on the air. Uh, yeah, let me grab them here. We actually have uh, several people from other nations that are writing in to wish us well for next week. And those are particularly touching. This one is from a a nun in Uganda. And she says, I'm highly moved by your generosity of sending to me news about Our Lady, the Queen of Peace from Medjugorje, Caritas. As you pray, intercede for me through our Mother Mary for physical healing from epileptic attacks, which I suffer from oftentimes. I join the novena starting today, the 25th of June. Pray for my archdiocese and family that have since 1986 suffered from war from the government rebels. Many of our people were brutally killed. We lost our homes and were damned to live in camps where the WFP give us what to eat, etc. All these years we have never known what peace is. Place this as my cry and request to our mother, the Queen of Peace. I'm a religious nun from the Congregation of the Little Sisters of Mary Immaculate and the Archdiocese of Gulu, situated in the northern part of Uganda. Remember all of us, especially from the f- July 1st through 5th, when our Mother Mary will share with everyone the graces we need. 
Thank you to your community and for your constant care. God bless you. Sister Lucy from Uganda. You, you hear something like this and you see where, where uh, radio wave reaches to and where meds is reaching and even by mail and our shipping department where it reaches it, the message is getting every part of the world. And you, you hear this and you realize that, that Our Lady has come to heal the nations and make, make our Lord the Lord of nations. And so we also realize that July 1st to the 5th, if the United States is healed, the rest of the world follows that. If the United States is not, the rest of the world follows that. We have been the, the, light, on the, the light on the hill, the city on the hill, and, and we've been darkness. So Our Lady wants every need to bend. And that being the case, then we've got to look at the position God's put us in. Every nation on earth shall adore you, Lord. Every people will call on your name. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess your name, Jesus the Lord. Oh, every nation. 
a moment here. He's got an interesting statement, a question, and I, I, I feel it's important, especially today on the anniversary, to, to answer it. Okay, here it is. He says, Dear staff at Caritas, I appreciate your dedication and love for our Blessed Mother and loyalty to our Lord, our King, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks for your service to the USA and to all nations that see information in English. I am an American, a cradle Catholic, born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and have lived in Dallas and traveled the country before moving to Sweden on international assignment in 1997. I had drifted away from the faith for at least 15 years before returning sacramentally in 2001. I praise God for that, change, that chance to change, but it hasn't been easy. Thanks to intense prayer, the Holy Rosary taught to me by the Holy Spirit, Fasting, confession, and the anointing of the sick, I have been able to experience grace and blessings. I just have one comment. You compared Medjugorje to the biggest event since the coming of Jesus Christ for our salvation. How can this be? I heard Medjugorje has had about 40 million pilgrims visit since the beginning. Lourdes has 5 to 6 million every year. Fatima was also huge, and there are shrines all over the world. I believe Medjugorje is also great in God's eyes as a center point between communists, capitalists, East and West, and joining Christians from Orthodox, Catholic, Protestants. It is also a living site, since other sites involved the local communities, and after the apparitions stopped, pilgrims, or after the apparitions stopped, pilgrims came. In Medjugorje, pilgrims are coming from the whole world during the ongoing apparitions, not coming after the fact. I first came to Medjugorje in 2004 and have traveled there every year since that time. The last two years, I brought groups with me. Please pray that I also can visit again this year and pray for my wife who doesn't believe in Medjugorje. In prayer with love, Robert from Stockholm, Sweden. Well, Robert brings up a, a, a legitimate question about question why I would say that this is the biggest event since the coming of Jesus Christ for our salvation. Actually, it's, it's one of the, the three main events that, that in the history of the world that we have, and it's manifested. Christ coming is the first, even, even bigger than Adam and Eve or when creation was started. This is the a pinnacle of, of uh, human history. And right there, next to that, is going to be early is coming now. Uh, it's not based on how many people have come to Medjugorje. That's not what it's based on. It's based on the whole plan of Our Lady, starting with Guadalupe and how she's come. And through coming here and what she's established, that she would, she would come and, and say that these are the last apparitions on earth. Meaning that if the last apparitions on earth, they would they would uh, be something that we would have to look at in, in regards to why why what does that mean for us? 
will there not be another Fatima? There won't be another Lourdes? That's what the Marines explain. This is the last time on earth they'll be able to feel her, touch her, or speak to her. Those three things will never happen again. She might give a nun somewhere uh, in elocution, but Our Lady said uh, that everything she began in Fatima, uh, the secrets, she says, I wanted to realize through the secrets of Fatima, I, the secrets I began in Fatima, rather, may be fulfilled. And so the fulfillment of all Marian apparitions is Medjugorje. This time has been waiting. The queen has never been known on the earth like she's being made known in Medjugorje. She literally walks the earth. This is her time. She's actually said that. This is my time. And so God's given this time for her to, to save the world. Well, do we need the world saved because we already have salvation for Jesus Christ? We've got salvation, but the world's need, in need of being saved right now. She says, I come to, to save the world. It doesn't know what, which, in which sin it sinks in. So there's nothing compared to this. We've never had 27 years had 28 ap- years of apparitions every single day with a, a visit equal to a transfiguration of what Peter, James, and John saw. This is what happened today. They saw Mary transfigured, her humanly body glorified. There's, there's never been anything like this. And Peter was so excited when he saw it on Mount Tabor, they wanted to build three booths there, their temple, or tents to enshrine that. And this is much bigger than a shrine. Fatima, people look at it as a shrine. This is not a shrine here. This is Our Lady's Jerusalem. And it's come to do something momentous in the course and direction of the world. Something that we've never seen before. Never no precedent in church history. It's the time of Revelation 12. The woman, clothed with the sun, the moon about her feet, with 12 stars about her head. That's how she's appeared tonight with 12 stars around her head. And so we live at a special time of grace. I think it was 93, June 25th, on an anniversary that our lady says, you, you're in a particular time. That means we never had this before, nor will it ever have afterwards. And I point with saying, I, my point I make is with our lady said, these are the last apparitions on earth. Afterwards, I'll no longer appear upon the earth. Now, one or two of the visionaries say, well, we don't know what that means. Well, Maria's been very clear explicitly that these are the last apparitions where we'll be able to see her, talk to her, and touch her. There won't be no more like this. Will Our Lady communicate to people on earth? Maybe through an interlocution, maybe so. But not like the Fatima apparitions or the Medjugorje apparitions, but Medjugorje is here as a result of what Fatima, Lourdes, Guadalupe, and other apparitions have prepared for. This has been 500 years in the making. And it's Our Lady's words that says, what I began with the secrets in Fatima, she began to be known through Lourdes and other apparitions, but the secrets that began, she will fulfill here. And then that's all the earth will ever need again for her, but her words that will be left. Her Bible echoing the scriptures. Her telling us how is modern man to live the scriptures. And so this is why this without doubt, if you understand, our lady said a few months ago about the great grace of God. 
And then at the end of the message, she says that the grace, great, that they can be thankful, I think it was to the effect, be thankful, grateful for the great grace of God comes to you. Talking about herself. She is the great grace of God. So there's no other time. It's not based on because 40 million, as Robert says, 40 million people have come to visit in Medjugorje. That has nothing to do with this. It's, it has everything to do with exactly what Our Lady herself has done, what she said, and what this is about. And, and Yvonne said a few years ago, had Our Lady not come, the world would have destroyed itself. So this is something beyond anything we see at the present. Just as the apostles themselves couldn't see everything, but there's enough now already given to us after 27 years to show us that this is beyond anything we've ever had in the world before. Saving America, seven booklets and one CD. American history you never learned. As go God's people, so goes the world. Changing history. The patriotic rosary. Quietism. Something in the air. Two Americas. Sacred bond. Order all of the above titles as one packet titled Saving America on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or by calling Caritas at 205-672-2000-USA. How does God deal with nations which have no spirit? One of the founding fathers of the United States, George Mason, said, As nations cannot be rewarded or punished in the next world, they must be in this. By an inevitable chain of causes and effects, providence punishes national sins by national calamities. When we look at the events around us, are we perhaps blind to see what is so plainly before us? The continual stripping away of religious freedoms and the barrage of laws, regulations, and more laws the oppressive structure to promote sin through new laws, and on and on. The scriptures so clearly show that when God's people turned away from Him, it resulted in the loss of freedom and liberty. For years Our Lady from Medjugorje has told us, invited us, and encouraged us toward reconciling as a people as well as individually back to God. We need a mother for our nation, we need her to purify us. We need her to cure us. We need her to resurrect us. We need her to be amongst us. We the people need her. This July 1st through 5th, 2008, that mother will be with us. This July 4th will be special for our nation. Come to the field at Caritas, Alabama, July 1st through 5th, 2008, when Maria Lunetti, Visionary from Medjugorje will be with us for all five days. Join with thousands across the nation in praying for the resurrection and renewal of ourselves and our country. July 1st through 5th, 2008, a 4th of July in Alabama that will change your life and this nation. Go to medj.com for more details.
Medj spelled M-E-J dot com. Or call Caritas at 205-672-2000-USA. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Actually, we're going to uh, speak a little bit about just the excitement people are, are having uh, in heading this way in, a, in the next few days. And we um, have a couple other community members in here who've been manning the phones and uh, are here to share some of what uh, they uh, are experiencing on a day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute basis. With uh, The phones are literally ringing off the hooks right now. So, uh, I don't know if Mary is here to fill us in a little bit. Hey. Um, I guess really uh, the last number of weeks in particular, the phones have just increased daily on the number of calls coming in. And I guess what's exciting that we're hearing is people are really just um, hearing about this event for the first time and with very little notice. They are really excited to just um, drop everything and come. And um, they're willing to camp in a tent if they have to, um, if they can't find a hotel or whatever, but they just really want to be here and be here in the presence of Our Lady. And that's um, what's really getting exciting. There's just um, call after call of people who are just hearing about it, getting a brochure for the first time. There was a man who called just recently that um, a brochure ended up in his home. He doesn't know how it got there, but um, he just came across it one day, and he said, I I need to come. I need to be there. And um, that's really what we're hearing over and over again. I know that uh, there have been people that have said that uh, they are just telling everyone about it, anybody that they can stop on the street even. And it's been remarkable how many, uh, that it just is a way to introduce Our Lady to people. Um, Even if they don't come, the seeds are, are being planted in hearts. And many people are, are curious. If, if nothing else, they, uh, they like the fact that, that we're praying for our nation. Um, they don't know for sure about what the apparitions are about or whatever, but they feel this is a very holy event. And so uh, we're, we had a, a friend of ours that is living in Miami who just on the spur of the moment decided she was going to put ads in her papers and um, in, in these uh, week weekend papers where you can pick them up free at a doctor's office or whatever and find out what's happening in your area for the week. And uh, she put, she found two newspapers to do this. She put it, it was a $900 ad that she put in in two papers and they're um, being shown throughout all of the city of Miami during this, this week. So there's still a lot of enthusiasm, people just spreading this information, people trying to get their families to come, um, just approaching people that they um, are hoping will say yes, and they don't know what their reaction will be. And actually, 
convincing people to come. Even just this past couple of days, there are those who are making all of a sudden airplane tickets, paying you know large amounts of money maybe, but um, it doesn't matter to them. They want to be here with Our Lady, and, and they're caught up in the the understanding that this is a great event that's that's about to take place, and they want to be a part of it. Uh, Annie's in here, too, and she's also been on the phones a lot. She has a few stories to share. Um, yes, just as Mary said, especially this past week, um, the phones have just been ringing continuously, and people have all kinds of questions, and um, just a lot of people are that are picking up the brochure just last minute and making arrangements. There was a lady that called yesterday, and um, she was talking, and she had picked up the brochure in a doctor's office, and she had just decided right then to call and that she was going to come. And um, she decided that she wanted to camp because it was last minute, and she's from Alabama. And um, so she was asking all kinds of questions, and she um, was just really excited and really enthusiastic. And she had asked if there was going to be campers along with the tent. She was going to be in a tent. And by the way she asked, I thought she was going to be concerned with the noise. And I told her, yes, that campers are going to be um, with the tents as well in the same area. And her response was that, well, good, this is a little sacrifice that I can offer to make this a true pilgrimage. So there's just been lots of people calling and making last-minute minute arrangements, and everyone's very excited to come be in our, with Our Lady. We have uh, a, a caller that uh, we had asked to call in because she's put together a a bus trip, and that was something that she didn't quite plan on doing. It sort of fell in her lap. And we, uh, her name's Christy, and I think she's from Wisconsin, Minnesota. So she's going to share with us a little bit about her experience and how Our Lady has led her step by step through this. Christy, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, we're glad okay. to have you. Thank you. Um, in the month of November 2007, I heard Our Lady was going to be in Birmingham, and my heart just felt our family had to go, everybody. Um, so immediately after I asked my husband um, if we could go, and he said yes, um, I checked all the airfares. For just our family to go, it was going to be $4,200, and we, that is, that's a car, so we, <laughs> we, just, we just couldn't see that happening. Um, so I got creative. I'm like, well, maybe we can do it a different way. So I called Caritas, and um, they brought up camping as a possibility. I said, oh, that would be okay. We could drive. It will take a couple of days with, you know, four boys in the car, but we can do this. Um, and so that was our original plan. But when I started spreading the news about Our Lady coming, and I've been doing that since 1999 when I first visited Caritas, um, our rosary group, some people were interested. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder if we could get a bus together. And I told my friend that, and she went to a Koinonia retreat, Catholic retreat, and she got three people very interested in doing this that have went to Mejigori and two are field angels. And so what happened was we started meeting in December. Um, we put ads together and put them in our diocesan newspaper. But that Things were not panning out very well. We had a couple calls, um, so we kept praying, and I just kept saying, well, 
for us to have all these things fly and fit into a puzzle piece, this must be Our Lady working. So we kept going, and I was hoping by February we would have 20 people. Well, it wasn't until March we had 20 people, and then I'm like, we kept waiting, and we're like, well, we have to have, you know, 40 people to pay for the bus, because we're kind of doing it co-op. Everybody's paying. It's not really making any money. So we did that, and um, I had to push it off again, because that was not our lady's plan. That was my plan. So I had to put that on hold. And we said, let's do May 1st. Well, on May 1st, we, we had 40 people, which was awesome. And um, then we, people just kept calling. It was amazing. We, we've, we had so many calls from May and all the way even till yesterday wanting to go on our bus. So some people are flying down and meeting us there that couldn't get on the bus. Um, and it's just been amazing all how seeing the Holy Spirit working through people. It has been a really great grace. And if you don't mind, I'd like to share one quick short story about a lady. Her husband died a week and a half ago, and I went to her wake, and we went, walked up, and she hugged me and not me hug her. And she looked deep into my eyes, and she had said that her husband and her were wanting to go on this trip, but he's been so ill. And um, and then um, her her um, she kept looking at me, and she said, "You know, I really would like to go on that trip." And I was like, "Wow, okay." Well, I said, "Well, miracles happen," and I. Uh, right now the bus is full, but we, you know, you never know. And her, one of her sons is going with a family of six, and one, her son-in-law is one of the bus drivers. So I'm like, this is meant to be. So I come home that evening, 15 minutes later, and I get a phone call. One of the people on the bus talked her sister in flying down with her, so she emptied this, she let a seat be open. So... So then um, now um, um, our friend can go with her family down to Birmingham to Our Lady. And um, also a f- another person got her sister to go. So it, it was just awesome. These are just just one example of all the miracles and the cool stories that the Holy Spirit is moving through people. And I would just um, and also encourage people... Um, the four people that are working with me on our, we call it a board, um, they are being, having lots of trials the last few weeks, and so have I. And so I just encourage everybody, if it's a trial, just go through it, and Our Lady wants you to be there. So, that's... Thank you, Christy. You okay. know, it's, it's a, um awesome thing when we see somebody that comes up with, an inspiration back in November, making the phone calls to us. We encouraging, say, go for it. And then step by step, just seeing how many individual lives you end up touching just by your yes. And really this whole event, in in retrospect, when we look back to in our own history at Caritas, this came through one person's consecration. When, when a friend of Medjugorje felt called to go to Medjugorje, and ended up in that 
white uh, apparition room, gave his consecration to Our Lady. And what came from that one person's consecration? This event of, of 20 years later, because that was October 6, 1986, when that happened. Or actually, no, it was July 4th. It was July 4th, 1986, when a friend of Medjugorje uh, made that consecration of his heart to Our Lady. And 20 years later, we are having this gathering that is completely connected to his yes that long ago. And in fact, it's a fulfillment of what Our Lady began in his heart that long ago. And you see this just through Christie's story of her saying yes, her saying, okay, I'll take this on. And how many, again, individual lives have been touched and are going to be in the presence of, of Our Lady through, through Christy doing this. And we just have to have more courage and, and more of a de- desire to help Our Lady reach hearts. And, and really, it's Our Lady that does most of the work, or at least makes those opportunities happen. I'd like to add to that that uh, don't underestimate what you can do. There's... There's five days left before this event starts, and one person can do a lot in five days. This is the last big push. You don't know what person uh, you can give salvation to by reaching them. And, again, you know, even now you can still put newspaper ads. You can do things, but this, there's a grace attached to somebody reading this. It's not just simply we're trying to get them to buy a product or a vacuum cleaner. When they read it, they see it, there's a grace given. Most people out there listening to this, has had that conversion with Medjugorje by hearing something about it, and instantly they believed it, and instantly they wanted to follow it. And so this call to come there, to consecrate, we never had circumstances so so in need to do a consecration. Yes, we've had the bishops consecrate our country. Bishop Carroll, our first archbishop from the United, uh, the United States of America, consecrated our, our nation in its very beginning, uh, youth, in 1792, in fact. And he was uh, greatly uh, admired by George Washington. Uh, he was uh, intimate with them. And here's a, here's a Catholic who was right in the top of uh, the thing. In fact, I think Washington wrote something and, and to the fact that he was this you know, stainless character of a man and a, and a patriot. Of the revolution, so uh, Bishop Carroll was somebody important, and he, and he gave our country to Our Lady in a formal consecration. Uh, it happened again in the 1800s by the U.S. bishops, and it happened recently, just a couple, three years ago, by the bishops. This this is different in that this is a lay-led movement, and while the bishops may have spoke for us, we the people are coming to Our Lady, and in her presence, her physical presence in a way that she herself has described, that she's coming to the visionaries in a way that no one in the, told Ivanka, no one in the world has received the grace they're receiving. And we have her given messages in a way that we've never received before. And so to be able to, to have a consecration said in her presence while she's appearing there to us, or rather to Maria, but praying over us, is something that's never come along in the history of this nation. And so this opportunity should be taken by everybody. If you explain it that way, there's a lot of people out there who are still going to come. They don't know about coming right now. We're going to have people that know have no idea about this event just in five days that if you tell them, 
there's going to be those souls out there that will come. And we're hearing it. We had, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We had uh, a family that just showed up at our doorstep yesterday or the day before who has been living in Birmingham, not too far from us, for close to a year or so. And they got a phone call from friends in Texas who happened to know our mission and told them about the event that was going to take place in July just in their backyard and that they needed to check this place out. So they immediately got in their car, and they didn't know anything about our mission, anything about the apparitions. And they were kind of walking around stunned looking until we took pity on them and walked them around, showed them the the place and told them everything that was going to be happening soon. And they are planning on coming out here every day for the event. They're just so excited. And uh, here it was just uh, in their their own vicinity, but they had to hear about it from somebody in Texas. You've got a letter there from uh, that y'all faxed me earlier from North Carolina from a Bob and a Mary and Bob Lazarus that you should read uh, just to show you the miracles that are happening. Yes, they just uh, sent this to us. It says in 1988, a few days or weeks after Thanksgiving, our family was in the field when the Queen of Peace appeared to Maria in the bedroom. Our Lady did not give a message, but Maria said she blessed everyone present, especially the children. It was a wonderful experience for our children, ages 14, 12, and 10. They really felt blessed in a special way. But years, and middle and high school, and college, and marriage, and babies have come and distracted them from the spirituality they cherished at that simpler time. My husband and I have returned to Caritas for all of Maria's public apparitions since then and traveled with you to Medjugorje on the birth to Assumption trip in 2005. Our main prayer was always for the conversion of our children. One of the many miracles of July's events has happened. All of our three children, all three of our non-Catholic children-in-law, and all six of our grandchildren, 14 of us, will all be gathered in the field again 20 years after that special blessing. God and Mary are in charge of all. Love and prayers and thanks. Bob and Mary Lazarus from North Carolina. People out there can do the same thing. This is exactly what spurred some of this a couple of years ago when Maria told me she was in a, a small European country. I, I didn't understand which country. Where the grandparents prepared for a long time with their children and with the grandchildren for consecration. And that's what you've read in a lot of the material we put out, that what does a consecration mean? Our Lady, when they did this, says, you will not regret this. Your children will not regret it. Your grandchildren, generation to generation, will never regret this consecration. It means that much. And so we don't have to wait for a, a bishop to do something. We need to act as we the people. Our Lady says, I come from the people. We the people want this. We, we are the church, and so you know, bring your whole family. If they're skeptical, bring them. You don't have to force them to believe. Let them come out there and let Our Lady do that. Her love will touch their hearts. So if we're, if we're strongly selling the idea of coming, we're not trying to sell you on the idea of believe it. All you do is get here. And, yes, we are doing that because we know what's offered, and we had the experience in the history after 22 years of doing this, knowing how profound and powerful this can be. And if there's any time with the election and the situation and the state of our nation now, we need it 
is is now. We've been asleep, totally asleep. So if we've been asleep, when do we act and when do we move forward, coming to our lady and changing our nation? Bethlehem Looks like another silent night Above your deep and dreamless sleep A giant star lights up the sky And while you're lying in the dark Shines an everlasting light For the king has left his throne And is sleeping in a manger tonight Tonight Oh Bethlehem Would you have missed while you were sleeping For God became a man Stepped into your world today Oh Bethlehem You will go down in history As a city with no room for its key While you were sleeping While you were sleeping Little town of Jerusalem Looks like another silent night The Father gave His only Son The way, the truth, the life had come But there was no room for Him In the world He came to say Jerusalem, what you have missed While you were sleeping the Savior of the world is dying on your cross today. Jerusalem, you will go down in history as a city with no room for its key. While you were sleeping, while you were sleeping. United States of America Looks like another silent night As we're sung to sleep by philosophies That save the trees and kill the children the eastern sky For the bridegroom has returned and has carried his bride away in the night In the night America would will 
States of America looks like another silent night. You know, we have uh, America. What it stands for to the rest of the world, is, we don't. We don't have an understanding of what many people do in other countries. There was a, a prisoner in Romania in the '60s who was released, who spent 14 years in prison. He he said that there were two fatherlands that everybody in the world has. One is their home country, and the other is America. That's how much they look to America as part of their fatherland. I know when I first started coming to Medjugorje, I went to Mostar, and, and one of the guys begged me to come see her mother. I went there and saw her, and she, she had tea sets out and the house... You know, everything was spotless. And she, she first says to me, she, she spoke English. She says, I'm so honored to have an American in my home. It meant something. And it meant something because we were a Christian nation. We were built on the principles of Christ. We're foundation on that. And hence, that's why everybody has two fatherlands, their homeland and America. And we're following, and we're allowing, we're following Europe, basically, instead of making... Europe follow us. A lot of the laws in the courts are following some of the things that they've ad- adopted, and we we're going the wrong direction. Next time we stand up and go the other way. Here's a med uh, feedback that came in from the Port of Spain, Trinidad. Dear Caritas, I thank God for your faith. I pray for the reconsecration of your nation through the Blessed Mother. May the light of God descend upon the darkness and confusion now reigning throughout the United States and the entire world. Sincerely, Bernadette from Trinidad to Tobago. This is the reflection of what we used to be. And, and yet still people know that America is now is on our knees. But they still look at it as a hope. Because if it falls, the whole world will fall. It's just that important of a nation. We're not lifting ourselves up in, 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 in a falsehood. It's the only nation on earth who ever put, as John Adams says, in an indissolvable bond, civil government to the principles of Christianity. The nation is built on that. No matter what you've been told to the universities or anybody else, this is facts. You can look it up. It's there. And so that's why this consecration is important, not only to our country, but to those who hold our country as a fatherland for theirs. And we've seen this respect, and we've seen this respect in late years fall because we aren't being what we're supposed to be being. They see us so weak now, very weak. So we've got to realize that we have a lot riding on this, and it's no small matter. There's a, um, a lady who, who also I saw in a, a feedback that said, uh, Christy from Yap, Hank, New York, 
who wanted to come down, and she asked two of her our best friends, the closest friends, to come with her. They said they weren't interested in going down. They had something else planned. You know, people are asleep. They don't care. They have something more interesting and more important to look at. You know, Our Lady, our lady the other night appeared on the mountain, and Croatia was playing turkey and, and soccer. And, and many, many people didn't go to the apparition on the mountain who was, who was Croatian. They chose the soccer over Our Lady. They lost. I wonder if that had something to do with not going to choose Our Lady first. So we've got to realize that, that the, the heart of man in choosing God struggles over that decision. And we in America have to choose God. We have to choose Our Lady and what she's got for us. And we never had the opportunity in our nation to come into her presence while she's on the earth, physically in body, as we will July 4th to give her our country. So so we've got five days left. Tell everybody to restream this. Send it to everybody. Let everybody know. Holler it, as I said on the last show, from the rooftops to come to Alabama, to come back to Alabama and be with her. I think we're close to, I don't know how much time we get, Riaz. Just, uh, just, just a few mi- minutes here, but uh, a few things before we close. Uh, we'll see each other again on Tuesday, July 1st. Uh, at a request of uh, some people, we had asked us that we would broadcast every day during the uh, July 1st through 5th. So every day at a time that's going to be announced on Medj.com, we will uh, be broadcasting uh, Radio Wave live from here. Um, from our studio here uh, during July 1st through 5th. So we look forward to that. We look forward to uh, having you home with your family and Maria. And uh, a reminder that uh, the con- the novena prayers uh, for the reconsecration, or, or I'm sorry, the, reconcil- the reconciling of ourselves, our families, and our nation back to God begins today. And for those of you who uh, are looking for that, you can find that on Medj.com. It's posted on the homepage of Medj.com right now, and it will there will be a link uh, that will continue on the homepage through the nine days of, of this novena, uh, beginning on the 27th of June, which will also be posted on Medj.com, a novena, uh, three Hail Marys every hour on the hour that we announced on the la- during the last show. That will also be um, posted on Medj.com. Uh, the 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 day that that begins, and well, if you're a member of the Medj list, you'll be notified about that. And so uh, these uh, this nine day novena that begins on the 27th will end on July 5th, and it begins, I believe, at nine o'clock in the morning and uh, ends at five in the afternoon. So that's a, that's three Hail Marys every hour, on the hour, and that is a type of novena that we have done here many many times. And uh, we did it the last time that Maria was here for a public visit in 2005. And uh, as a friend of Medjugorje mentioned during the last show, Our Lady responded at the uh, on August 5th, uh, her, or which was her birthday, that she thanked us for these novenas. So, uh, so that will be posted on uh, Medj.com as well. So, and I believe that's yep. um, I believe that's everything that we needed. So, remember, reminder just to keep this event in your prayers to uh, also um, keep us financially close to uh, your, your prayers every night that uh, we are extended beyond our, um, uh, beyond our funds uh, on all this for Our Lady, that we've made it as easy as possible for people to drop everything and come here. 
uh, that uh, we don't charge registration. We don't ask for those kinds of things. Um, and following in the spirit of uh, since Caritas was founded, that uh, everything Our Lady is available should be made available to everyone. So uh, we encourage you, go to medj.com and click on Donate and uh, give us your financial support. Uh, you can also call Car Caritas at 205-672-2000 USA and uh, ask that uh, just let us know that you'd like to give a donation. Um, you could also mail your donation in to Caritas and the address is uh, 100 Our Lady Queen of Peace Drive, Starrett, Alabama and Starrett is spelled S-T-E-R-R-E-T-T -T, Alabama 35147 and USA so uh, we encourage you to do that and to keep us close to your prayers and Joan I think has one thing right before uh, Friend of Medjugorje closes uh, there have been many people that have not been able to make arrangements to come because of other obligations, but they very much want to be a part of the five days of prayer, and we will be posting prayers of consecrations, uh, what our prayer times will be, what we'll be doing throughout the days. You'll be learning about that if you listen to the broadcast during the the, uh, the daily broadcasts as well. But we certainly do encourage everyone out there to join us with their prayers and sacrifices to um, direct your hearts to, towards the field, towards the bedroom. Our Lady certainly will see you from from here and gather all of your prayers and sacrifices to make our event more powerful for our nation. And so do be checking every day on medj.com to be able to be a part of everything that is happening here. And lastly, uh, this, this Christy from uh, Yaphank, New York, I guess is how it's pronounced. But if you're coming from that area, call Caritas and help her get here. And in closing, I'd like to say, too, that we this movement is so big, it's the biggest thing in the world. Our lady said that this is for the conversion of the entire world. There's nothing else that's big, and Our Lady will help us with this, and missionary, and out. And, and there's no doubt in our mind Our Lady writes or she inspires, or she has songs written for what we do. Look what happened while you're sleeping. This this song, While You're Sleeping, was written for this book. It, it just fits it tighter than a glove. Uh, when you read the words, you read the book. It, it, it's remarkable. The book, the, the, the book was written, the song came to us after that. We inserted it into the book. And we see this over and over and over, just like we talked about the King of Peace in the message tonight, the consecration about the King of Peace. The song where we premiered the community that we've we put together for release for the five days about healing our nation, the King of Peace. And when you give your life to Our Lady, it's all orchestrated that. So I'd like to leave with you that tonight, those thoughts, that all you have to do is just put your heart to it, decide, try to come as she will. So from this little holy village, this little place on the earth to renew the whole earth, Medjugorje, I sign off and pray for you after I go off the air tonight before I go to bed here. And wish you, Our Lady, we love you. We hope to see you in Alabama soon.
can see him in the sunshine You can feel him in the rain Alabama God loves Alabama And I know that he must love me too When I come home to Alabama From the front porch swing Grandma's house As a child I learned to love her She was more than just a place to live She became my home, my friend Down those old dirt roads From family farms Across magic fields of clover You can tell that God just took his time Just to make this promised land Alabama, God loves Alabama You can see him in the sunshine and you can feel him in the rain Alabama, God loves Alabama Ooh. And I know that he must love me too I come home to Alabama Well, I will always love those old rolling hills And peaceful country lakesides Sunrise coming over Mobile Bay Where the stars light up the sky Oh, those gentle summer breezes Filled with sweet magnolia blossoms Distant call of a whippoorwill And the mockingbird's reply Alabama God loves Alabama Ooh. See him in the sunshine You can feel him in the rain Ooh, Alabama God loves Alabama I know that he must love me too When I come home to Alabama Now from my front porch I'll look beyond The lines drawn to divide us And I can see that you're just as proud Of the land that you call home So I will stand with you I love her too There's a common bond between us We're all a part of the greatest land This whole world has ever known